sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match this. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Don't call it a comeback. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum, not Cop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And that's why I said don't call it a comeback, because I can't even pronounce the title of the show. This week, we are doing... Don't call it a comeback, a very famous Run DMC song. Oh, the best Run DMC song. Although, I think, uh, actually, it's Eminem. But, go ahead. Uh, This week, we're doing... I don't even know. It's like we're making up shows. We are. We're going to pitch our shows to the networks for the upcoming fall season. Are uh, these are these elevator pitches, or do you want to fleshed out? You know what? Like three three episodes written already. Little peek behind the scenes of this show. Uh, neither one of us planned anything, so it's all going to be off the cuff. So I say whatever you want, elevator pitch, or we can like help flesh them out together. I guess if we want. Okay. Uh, this sounds very difficult. I'm not sure why I agreed to this, but I don't know why we can I try. It. Um, yeah, why not? It can't, it can't be worse than the shows that are already on. No, um, it really can't. Speaking of which, since we haven't talked for a while, did you follow the whole Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing? <laughs> yeah. And that was, I was, it works out well. It, it seems to me that this is going to be the last season, but at least they go in knowing it's the last season. At least they can so prepare, Brooklyn, yeah. For people who, who don't religiously follow pop culture new Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a great show that has aired on Fox for five years, or is it four years? Five years. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it got the axe for... I mean, I guess the ratings aren't great, but it was better than they, what they had before. But anyway, it got canceled, and NBC, the I think just the next day or maybe the two next days day. later, yeah. yeah, picked it up for a 13-episode finale, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, no, hopefully it's more than that, but picked it up for 13 episodes, which is great, because NBC does have good sitcoms often. Yeah, and I think uh, next season they will then have three Mike Schur sitcoms on. Right, that's what I was going to say. That, so they can't, it won't happen. Because what I think they're going to do is they're going to do the good place for the first half of the season and then have it replaced by Brooklyn Nine-Nine for the second half, which oh, stinks because I would – go ahead. No, you go ahead. So I would like it because he has the Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and, which I don't think is as much – he's like – I think he's more hands-off on that. This Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine's more Gore show. But anyway, he, he helped him creating it. And Good Place, which is which all about him. And which is awesome, as we've talked about many times. And then he has a new show with what's her name, Natalie Morales. Is that the actress's yeah. name? Yeah, she was. She's on a bartender. A, she was on the yeah, Fred Savage was, show. She was on Parks and Rec. Yeah, she's been. She's very good in everything she does. But uh, I think the premise is she's a bart. She runs a bar in, the, in her backyard, something like that. And it's, do you remember the name, like Abby or? I, I can't remember Abby now. Name. But what would have been great would have if. Like Thursday night was Mike Sure night with all three of them were on the same night, but it's not going to happen. Oh yeah, that would have been like that would they would have brought back uh, Thursday night NBC whatever the fuck they used to call it must TGIF. TV. Yeah, that's right, TGIF um, or TGIT Tidget to get. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that but that was kind of fun. That I mean, it got. I know shows get canceled all the time and people lament, but this was like an intense lamentation. Oh, Twitter but, lost its collective shit over it, yeah. But but not just like dumb people like... Well, oh, no, it was like Lin-Manuel like Miranda. Us, like, yeah, yeah Lin-Manuel Miranda and uh, Mark Hamill and all these like 
famous people who are lamenting it. So it's, and I think I saw Dan Gorsuch. Yeah, they, those guys are going to have cameos next season. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see Mark Hamill. Yeah, I think basically every person of color and every gay, bi, trans, whatever person in Hollywood like went to Twitter after it was announced it was canceled. Well, it it, it has great representation. I, I, I it we've does. talked about. It. Before, but it's not it's it's representation without being like forcing they, the issue like, no. so, so it's like just a good show just they don't make it cap- about their ethnicity at all right ever yeah about, yeah about whatever their their deal is and and it's a show that's had growth like peralta in the first season was a jerk to the captain and and slowly but surely the captain wins him over and he bump becomes like like respectful of him and it's interesting and 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 it looks at like uh like it's a cop show that's that looks at that's like stuff like racial profiling in interesting ways without being like without, without coming down preachy. too hard yeah. on either side. Yeah. Without being preachy. So it's, it's, it's worthwhile. That it's gotten another season in and it's, a sh- maybe this is the year that Brower gets a, gets an Emmy, but probably not. Oh yeah. He hasn't won one. Yeah, he should. Um, I mean, I don't know if he won one for homicide, but I mean, a, a, a comedy Emmy. No, no. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant for Brooklyn nine, nine, um, yeah. nine, nine. Yeah, I was happy. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the mix just gone. I mean, that's I mean that's disappointing. Who cares, really? First yeah. Of all, it's not surprising. No. And people, I stopped watching it, but apparently it got better. Last Man on Earth got better. Yeah, that's what season. I hear too. Yeah. I mean, it ended on a cliffhanger, which is unfortunate. They could have at least given it a chance. Well, I guess it's too much money to just do one episode, but just to wrap things up. Oh, and did you also hear? And this is relatively good news. I mean, I'm glad it got as many seasons as it does. I Zombies next season is going to be its last yes, season. Yes, I heard. I think that's Which perfect is, because this season, right. like, if you've been watching, I'm like, I don't know where else they can really take it from here. So I think it's perfect so, timing. And right, it's too bad they would they they could have given Rom Thomas a chance to say instead of us saying we're canceling it to say this is your last season that you want to do you're you're at the end of the rope it's not like Veronica Mars which could go on forever this there needs to be an endpoint with the zombie business yes yeah and this season's been good so I I look forward to seeing how they end things up it's it's a great cast I think that's one of the I think that's a hallmark of a Rob Thomas show I mean he really does find good and interesting actors to unknown to be in it generally I yeah. Mean. Well, in this one, there's a couple noons just because they were in his other things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The Veronica Mars, dude. I I did yeah. see Clive in something. Um, oh, I know what it was. American Gangster. Uh, really? Recently, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's Clive. But yeah, who would? I mean, he was a small part, you know. Um, and I've seen I Zombie in a Hallmark romantic movie. <laughs> oh, I saw that too. Uh, was... What's the deal? Was he was a reporter that went to? Interview to a prince and fell in love. Is that what the story was? You didn't actually I... watch it. I did watch it. I just oh. don't remember. It was a long time ago. Was she a reporter? Shit. Now oh. I can't remember. Her dad owned a restaurant. Yeah. I remember that. She. I don't know what her fucking deal was. She went there to to like report on things, but she posed as a tutor, and she got in, you know, in with the family. Yeah. In with the. It was great. Watch it, as you can tell from my distinct memory of it, which is the show I'm pitching. The Tudor Princess. Oh, that's your first pitch? No, because that's a real show. I'm not going to steal something. My God, man. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll. All right. This one, this is the only, I thought of a title. So I'll go with this. Uh, it's called In Celebration. It's about a group of incels. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they 
they uh, they commit some kind of hate crime. Let's not make it too violent, because I, I think this one's going to be a sitcom. Um, okay. And uh, the judge sentences them to um, work with the Girl Scouts. That's their punishment. And um, so, you know, they, they kind of learn, they kind of grow a little as the show goes on. You know, they learn something about um, women, but they're they're still assholes basically so they, do they remain in, do they grow is it like it's always sunny they don't really grow they they should be growing but they're not i think they have to grow a little bit otherwise nobody's gonna watch a show about a bunch of incels yeah um so no i think it has to be more more like uh different strokesy than that uh but yeah no so they they have to be like um den mothers i don't know what they call them in the girl scouts um all these incel dudes well, the, nowadays they can just be Boy Scouts because they now take women. So that's true, but but they don't want them poisoning the boys' minds with this stuff. Well, that's true. This judge really—he's really thinking things through yeah. with this. Oh, that's this why punishment. he's a judge, dude. Is it going to be like their uh, two dads, where the judge is intimately involved in their lives? Oh, always, yeah, yeah, like my two dads, yeah, the judge, mm-hmm. yeah, and he'll be played by um, by Will Smith's uncle on Fresh Prince. Uncle is Sam. he alive? I would assume so. Uh, if not, he can be played by Alfonso Ribeiro. I think that's better, actually. Um, yeah, no, he'll follow them. He'll like go on camping trips with them and stuff. And, and then he'll be like wisecracking, making fun of these incels for it's like the the public flogging that they deserve. That's what his role. That's is. his role. Yeah, and then also the Girl Scouts will like show them up with all their skills, and these right. dudes can't yeah. do anything. Um, so it'll be more I of a heartwarming think, than, than, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that they don't need to grow at all. It's just every episode is just them being beat down by everybody else in their lives. I like that better. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's and, what it is. And, but they, we, uh, yeah. Cause we don't really want to hear their thoughts either. No, no, for sure. Um, well, th- coming soon on TLC in celebration. Yeah. All right. What do you, what do you got? I think I'm going to steal an idea that my dad always liked or what I remember of it. It's basically every episode's a bottle episode. It all takes place on a bus. And the bus driver is played by an actor, a pretty well-known actor. Let's say... Ed Asner? Uh, no, someone that has a little more like charm, like not so gruff. Someone's like... like He's not alive, so a Richard Mulligan type, let's say. Oh, yeah. I don't gotcha. know. I don't know who that would be nowadays, yeah, but... But you, you see who I'm saying, and, yeah. and just every episode has there's there's some characters who come all the time. Like there's some actors who are always on it, but mostly it's a, a rotating cast of famous people who come in the bus and have funny things happen. Kind of like a love boat, but not as serious. Love boat on and a bus, just, yeah. It, oh, it, not it as serious happens. as the love boat. Okay. No. Yeah, you don't want to. No, get, you don't want to get heavy with it, like the love boat. It's was. all wisecracks. So. <laughs> Do you, okay. Yeah. Wait. So it's all on a bus. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. So well, we got to think of a title. I like the premise. Oh. Uh, uh, bus. <laughs> public yeah. transportation. Yeah. MTA. Uh, <laughs> I think that's Minneapolis Transit Authority. So I guess we decided where it's going to take place. That's that's fine. Having a locale that's not Los Angeles works better because nobody takes the bus in Los Angeles. Nope. And Minneapolis is good because you'll have uh, like really bad winters, and that could be part of the conversation. Maybe one episode the bus isn't moving; it's just stuck somewhere. Oh yeah, the bus is like 
stuck and there's like an Arby's outside and everybody's getting really hungry, but the bus driver won't let him off because they could move at any second. He's got to make his route still. A brilliant observation made last night at a bar by my recently graduated nephew is in, Arby's. Sorry, hold on. I was just gonna, be, before you before you go into that, I was just going to say, when you say a brilliant observation, you don't need to mention at a bar. I think it's understood. Sorry, go ahead. Arby's roast beef. RB. Never thought of that before. Holy shit, I didn't either. <laughs> I know, it's like the thing with uh, you call pets pets because you pet them. I didn't think of that until really late in life either. Never heard that in my life, and I don't believe it. But it makes sense, damn it. Alright, so MTA coming soon from Fox. Which means it'll be cancelled. Speaking of like Fox, alright, I guess it's ratings. I don't understand how shows get ratings, but just thinking back to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine thing. But they're keeping Lethal Weapon, and they're firing one of the leads. Yeah, that's interesting. So I, who they put, and they're putting in, like, Sean William Scott, who's a friend of the a friend of the friend of the show. Yes. And that's, that's pretty interesting. He seems like a really nice guy, so I hope it's successful with him. But what a weird, weird world that they're – I mean, how bad did that guy have to be that they're firing him? The, the show does get ratings, and that's what I read why they're even bothering to do this, because the show is very successful. It's just so awful. But, I was shocked that it got the ratings to stay on. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I would say good for Sean Wayne. I mean, yeah, apparently that guy was awful. Just a big asshole um, to everybody on the on the set, so. I mean, how bad do you have to be where you, you're you in this show that's that's successful enough that you could be made for life, that you're so bad that you get kicked off the show? Maybe it's one of those deals like, uh, uh, what was the... Valerie's Family? <laughs> no, oh, it's that show that, uh, that's a really popular show that's kind of maudlin that, that this is us. Oh yeah. The first episode this is us where he 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 was his art was too important for the, for TV. Maybe that's what this guy did. He's like I can't I can't this my my art is too my acting I need to go on stage. So maybe that's what's going to happen. He's going to go on stage. Oh, yeah. That that always works out for everybody with that attitude <laughs> in in Hollywood I think. So good good for him. I'm sure he'll have many happy returns. Um <laughs> all right. So so far we got Incel and um M- MTA. MTA. Okay, so, okay, I, I say, okay, the, my, my next pitch is the, the good, the good therapist. All right, so this is about a young man with autism, with autism, and he's a marriage counselor. Wait, you can't copy another show. He's, no, he's a marriage counselor. Did you hear? This sounds more like a Saturday Night Live skit. No. We're doing serious business here, and you're this, trying to nope, do this, a parody show. This is a serious, a dramatic doctor. show. No, he's not, oh, a, not a doctor, a licensed therapist. Yes, uh, but you're parodying a show called The Good Doctor with your... not familiar with that show. I'm just... Well... I'm pitching The Good Therapist. And so this young man has autism. Uh, and he's a marriage counselor, and I think uh, every week, you know, he listens to these people. And but he has a catchphrase. You know, his catchphrase is. No, I do not. I don't get it. Your well, next show. That show is not going on the air. I don't see why not. It seems inclusive to me. Ah, this is this has all been made a mockery of. What? I have to think of Joe. Okay, we can flesh it out a little. All right, well, so no, I don't want to flesh that one out at all. I, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to have to create my own parody show. Oh, I know. My, 
My show is going to be set in a, a city in Idaho, Coeur d'Alene. It's going to be called Coeur d'Alene, and it's going to be it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a brainchild of Kid Rock, and it's going to be all about his time in in, in Coeur d'Alene and, and his adventures with his his buddies, like like Little Joe and all that. Wait, is that where Kid Rock is from? Is he an Ohioan? No, I was just making a the a racist version of Atlanta. Oh, I didn't even get what you were. What you? Oh yeah, no, that'll work. FX will pick that up right away. Not FX, FXX. FXX. What does the extra X stand for? Exciting. Excellent. Extravagant. X-ray. Xerox. I will pitch a a show that's just a. This is the first pitch we have that's from. Uh, intellectual property and it's a show that should happen is a Spider-Man TV show and I wish they would do it and it disappoints me that they will never do that because it's too expensive but that's his stories are made to be in a serial format and not in movie format just I mean the last movie was great but it doesn't work as well as it would in a serial format I agree they fucked it up every chance they've gotten on TV over the decades and the the last movie was the first time they did a good one but still it would it would have been so much better for a weekly what's going to happen instead of a just one movie where you know not not quite as interesting but anyway you can do your non-stone intellectual intellectual unless you want to take a break how long we've been doing this uh oh we haven't been doing it long enough to take a break yet all right i got to come up with another one okay so non-stolen intellectual property oh if you'd like to steal something feel free Uh, maybe i will at some point okay i think um oh how's this the little whimper theory so this is about a bunch of uh beta cucks who uh this sounds like it's a combination <laughs> of big bang theory and incel so you're copying yourself already all right i'll come up let me come up with something else besides and what the, is a beta cuck by the way i have no idea dude um all right uh all right let me see what are the issues of the day um, oh, we should, wait. You, 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 we could also create a reality show. Oh, a reality a re- show. I got a reality okay, show. Go okay. Uh, okay it's um, it's called <laughs> it's called Don't Shoot the Baby, and you have to join the uh, Israeli army for a week. <laughs> I'm glad you're keeping things light. And. If you don't shoot any children um, across the border, you win. But here's the thing. You do have to shoot, and it's an automatic weapon. Uh, so that makes it really tough. But uh, what makes it easy is you still are awarded great honors by the Israeli government if you do shoot the baby. So and it's really a win-win. Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, no, it's a win-win for, for you either way. Uh, and ratings. Amazing oh, ratings. ratings. Giant. Everybody, you know, nobody wants to see a baby shot, but on the other hand, they kind of, if a baby did get shot, they'd be like, oh, fuck, I saw a baby get shot. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't, don't think I'll be watching the show. I'm don't sorry. Don't shoot the baby. No, I won't either. I don't watch any reality TV, but it would be a hit. Don't shoot the baby. Um, what What do you have next? I think it's going to be another reality show, and it's going to be, so you want to be a sports agent. And it's, it's like 17 people are 
are in line. It's going to be like The Apprentice, but just with sports. And each season will be a different sport that they have to be an agent for and they have to do cut rate deals and steal clients from other people. And it's going to be really, really interesting. No, that's perfect because, like, if it was like, do you want to be, like, say, a Golden State Warrior? People actually have to have some talent and shit to get right. on there. To be a right. sports agent, you just be any dickhead. Yep, as long as you can talk fast and sell yourself. Yeah. And, and they're mostly going to be going to kids that are, are you know, this show will be showing them skirting NCAA laws and skirting probably uh, federal law as well to try to coax new clients that are about to make billions of dollars to go with them. So it's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. And yeah. Hosted by Jay Moore, I want to say. Yeah, that's a perfect since he has the background of playing a sports agent on television. I agree. All right, wait. We've been right. going for 20 minutes. I think that's good enough, even though 10 of those were spent talking about uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, <laughs> let's take a quick break so we can uh, collect ourselves and try to think of some more new shows to pitch for the fall season. Yeah? Yep. Okay, we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. Could talk for whole days, but then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeple chasing, the Reformation, transubstantiation, Brian Stoker's creation. All right, we're back. Um, and I think it's my turn. Okay. Here here we go. Everybody's into uh, retro shit now because people our age are writing everything. So uh, the year is 1986. Um, but is it 1986? No, it is. Okay, the year is 1986. Maybe that'll be a title of it. The year is 1986. Um, some people from the future being hunted uh so they they have time travel in the future and they've figured out a way to overcome all laws of physics and travel to the past so they traveled in 1986 because they figured they'll be safe there because there's no internet or uh satellites and shit for the people who are hunting them to find them but then you know they have to adjust to wacky 1986 (laughs) and they're you know you know, they ha- obviously they have a teenage daughter who's going crazy. Can't use a cell phone or email. Does not know how to... It's a fish-out-of-water story, basically, and a time travel thing. And, you know, at some point, like, the, the people hunting them will will follow them back to 1986, and it'll turn into a, a big uh, mess. Here's... I like this idea, but I like that the, there's... It's you. You there's scenes that are set in 1986, and there's scenes that are set in the far, far flung future. Let's say 2172. Yes. And uh, well, whatever year you want to have it set. In yeah, the I agree. Probably stuff, 60 years will have time travel. So no, go ahead. The the set and the stuff set in the future is all filmed like action adventure style. Yes. So there's like there's that kind of thing, but everything set in 1986 is the standard wacky comedy. Yeah. Sitcom. Yeah. With the with a laugh not a laugh track, but an audience and. Do, oh, unless you don't want an audience, I know you're against those. 
I mean, I just feel like it's easier to to film um, in actual places than a soundstage for this kind of thing because you want to go outside and all this stuff. Okay. Um, I, otherwise, I'm not necessarily opposed to an audience. I mean, you could still do a cheesy laugh track like Get a Life or something, I guess. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I think that's... Uh, but yeah, film not filmed in the action sort of way. Filmed more well, in a, or maybe maybe not. Maybe don't go to 1986. Because I was thinking of having it set in 1986 and filmed like a 1986 sitcom. But it could be in the like a modern family type film sitcom. But it's not. It's definitely you can tell the difference between the two because of the action yeah. and the not so much action. And then maybe when the the future cops get to the 1986 to then there's even more of a mix and it can, gets really interesting how it's filmed. Oh, I like this idea. It sounds fun. Yeah, this is an actual idea that might have a chance. Yeah. But it's a comedy at its heart. But it It's might a comedy at heart, yes. But it has elements of um, of like, uh, what is the name of that show? I fucking forgot already. Timeless? Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. There's the first, the first real, well... Yeah, the first real Third. idea. Yeah, uh, this the year is nineteen eighty six. That's what it's called. Um, it's kind of an unwieldy title, but I don't care. Okay, you got something? Uh, let me think. It's it's tough because I keep thinking of workplace comedies, and there's not really any workplace that needs a comedy yet, or anymore. Uh, I know what I, no, what has we been had, done. We haven't. This is. I mean, this is topical. But what we haven't had in a long time is a political com. Oh, there's Veep. Damn it! But Veep's Forget going it. off the air, so. Yeah, I mean, and eh, I don't want to. Yeah, well, it should be replaced, but just a, a political comedy set, like oh, and there's the mayor. Damn it, forget it. I don't want to do a political comedy. Okay. There's too we, many. We're scrapping that one. Yeah, that doesn't work. But I, I was thinking big city mayor, and the like a, a comedy about that, kind of like Benson in in that mold. But yeah, just or spin mayor, city so or something. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I have to think of something else. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to. Bring back detective shows. I know they're bringing back Magnum PI, but I want a like a new detective show. Uh, a nude detective show? That sounds good. Well, that that would be good for HBO. But oh, that would be good. An HBO detective show, like True Detective, was less esoteric, more like a '70s detective show, like a more straight a ahead, Files, yeah. Right, Rockford Files kind of thing. But with uh, what would this guy de- guy's deal be? He's a former, he's a former cop. But he got sick of being a cop just because he was too lefty, and he decided to become a private detective. And so, obviously, the cops hate him, which is always makes for interesting cop sh- uh, detective shows. And oh yeah, he takes takes cops on always hate private eyes. Yeah, for the, for the for, no, that's part of the stereotype for the downtrodden. And and uh, I don't know what the twist is, but Wait, I can I give you a little bit of a twist just for sure, like a bit sure. of diversity? Um, mm-hmm. He's a transvestite because. You don't see that a lot on TV, and especially in like a manly role of like what is a stereotypically manly role of a uh, well eye. transvestite or transgen- transgendered. I'm thinking transvestite because you've already got transgendered um, all over uh, Amazon and Netflix and stuff, but you don't see a lot of transvestite stuff ever, even to this day. So is he trans transvestite in that he just wears it like at night for fun, or is it all the time? I think he wears it all the time. Okay. And and you know, then he has real the run his run-ins with cops take on an extra element. Yeah. Of of and, uh, and when he was and that's what got him kicked out. Not because he wanted to he he didn't wear it on the job. He never no. wore like, No, he, he followed the, the rules job, when but, he was on the job, yeah. Right, but when he would would go out at night, that's he would yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
so it was yeah it was complete uh, discrimination yeah although i i worry about this because when it gets in the hands of other writers they make a lot of jokes about how macho he is and like kind of playing that that contrast nope, a little nope, bit that, broadly. that's why we're the showrunners and we're we're like no nope, you can't go there yeah, we're the second season. We're taking off, and someone else really Some, runs with it. So. We don't care. We made our money at that point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, all right, wait. What what would be the name of a, what would be a good private eye show? And where would it be set? I always like Los Angeles for private eye shows. I don't know why. Probably because uh, yes. of Chandler. Chandler Bing from Friends. Yep. Uh, LA's fine. I'm not. There, there's no no place I was thinking of when I was pitching this idea that I just came up with 10 seconds ago. So I think LA fits just fine. We and could, what should it be called? We could do Philadelphia. Actually, your hometown, because nothing's ever set there. Not that anything's well, ever set this, in Oakland. But There's a there's a little show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So if you want to set it in Oakland, your hometown, that's just fine. Okay, yeah, Oakland. Okay. Um, I mean, and it shouldn't, like, just like with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think the transvestite stuff should not be made an issue except, except as people are being discriminatory against him, but like, right. There shouldn't Especially be jokes at his expense. The top or... anymore. Yeah. Is there going to be, and I think there should be a voiceover. I think it should be a, a, like a noir in that aspect. I think there should be a voiceover. There should be a voiceover for sure. And yeah. maybe he, he should have some kind of plucky assistant or, you know, secretary or something as well. I think that always works. Yeah, but I don't want it to be someone who works for him. I think I, I want it more like Rockford Files, where it's like a relative, that, not really an assistant, but someone that, that comes and helps someone. Just helps him I out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anna Kendrick, are you of, listening? He works out of uh, I don't think he ha- I guess he just has a regular office. Yeah. I don't want to be too, Yeah, we don't yeah. need to make it too, like, weird unnecessarily. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, he doesn't have it. He, he, he's kind of just, just sort of making it. Yeah, and he's and, and Oakland's a good setting because it's like you can just sort of make it. Yeah, yeah. When he first started working there, it was like he, the reason he's in Oakland in the first place was because it was a cheap place to go. And now it's he's, yeah. He's worked, he was a San Francisco cop, and he got he definitely got priced out of San Francisco. And he's like, well, Oakland's right there, and it's a nice town. I'm going to move there. So he moved to Oakland. He's from Oakland, but he lived in San Francisco for a while, and he went back. Yeah, yeah I'm like this. This is a good show. All right, shit. Well, I mean, we can, and this kind of show, we can just give any kind of generic title, like Cold Heat or you know whatever the fuck. It doesn't. Title doesn't really matter with a Private Eye show. I feel like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and who plays the main character? It can't be someone like, like I was at first I was thinking Terry Crews, but no, that doesn't work because that's nope. too makes it too broad. But someone, yeah, I don't know. I know. Yeah, that's the yeah. Thing. Who? Well, no, I was, we'll cast it. We'll figure it out when they come in. Yeah, I know. I was like, you know, I love Adam Scott, but no, he doesn't work either. Um, no, no. I, yeah. Yeah. John Hamm yeah, might be I, able to pull it off. I th- uh, but he's too good looking. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. There's some character I, actor I, out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the, yeah, but I, I was thinking that because he's he's just kind of making it, so he's not going to have an assistant. But I'm just trying to figure out who helps him out. Maybe, oh, maybe it's like the uh, that the Andy Richter show where it's a neighbor. I don't oh, know yeah, why. Yeah, that would be perfect. <laughs> it's just a nosy really neighbor. Good. I wish that show way, had lasted. That, yeah, that show was that was very good. I mean, Conan O'Brien, he really had some good ideas. Yeah, I mean, much like we are right now. <laughs> much much like it um now do you watch his show often conan o'brien no because i don't have tbs i don't have cable so oh and they don't put that on hulu or anything 
They're, no, they don't. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a long time. I, I, when I do, I, well, I, mostly what I do is what you can do is just watch clips on YouTube, and they're usually pretty funny, but I read that they're cutting it back to a half hour. Oh, that's really weird. And I, he's saying it's by his choice, but I don't know. And they're, they're, I think they're emphasizing the interviews less, and or maybe they're doing less interviews, and when they do have an interview, they're going to take more time with it instead of, you know, a, a few different uh, actors and actresses on the show. It'll just be one. But, yeah, they're cutting it back to a half hour, which is a, probably better what the rumor was before that was they're cutting it back to just a couple days a week instead of five days a week. But I don't think I've ever seen a half-hour talk show. That's weird. Uh-huh. Like, it's always been an hour-long format, hasn't it? Well, Daily Show's half-hour. But I don't really consider that a talk show. I consider it, like, a news satire with a one interview with at the interviews. end. interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that'll be... I mean, one thing I'm always impressed with when I do see him is he's, like, just naturally funny. Yeah, he really is. Um, more so than a lot of people, so... Um, all right, next show for me. Uh, all right, the year is 1986. Hmm. Okay. I'm interested. Okay. Uh, there's this kid. Uh, let's say young teen. Let's say 15. That's good age, I think. Um, I'm just gonna stop you there. You you realize that your two shows are set in the same year, right? Nope. And he's really into TV. TV and video games. Video games are kind of shitty in 1986. Um, But he's really into them. Um, All of a sudden, he finds out his uncle is a wizard. And his uncle gives him a potion that allows him to go into the TV shows and the video games. And here we use footage from old TV sitcoms and stuff from 86 and just insert him into it. And he'll, Mm -hmm. like say some pithy thing, you know, to reply to uh, whatever Arnold and Willis are talking about or, or whatever the thing is. And, uh, and in the video games, what, what can he do? What can he do? In the, I mean, obviously he's fighting and stuff, but there, I don't see humor there. All right, fuck the video game aspect. Just TV. Um, so uh, this is a perfect opportunity in this th- to have a crossover episode with the other 1986 show. I don't. Which one? What? The one where the people from the future come and go to 1986 because they're being tra- uh, uh, chased? Well, thematically, 1986 is an era when they did do crossover shows. So that might work. Okay. But I kind of want to keep them separate. No, I think it should be that one crossover episode and the kid from 1980 TV. Yeah, uh, TV kid. TV, TV magic. I don't know what it, it's called. TV magic in my head right now. Okay. The kid from TV kid is really enamored with the girl who's obsessed with cell phones and and can't, and the other can't show. get by in in eighty mm-hmm. six. Oh yeah, so that, he, no, that's he, a good crossover. Yeah, he takes her into the to a TV show that has a a futuristic cell phone, and okay. she is so happy. But you know what? She doesn't really care for the kid. She just likes the oh, of technology. course not. Yeah, because I mean, it's just a crossover. It's not a permanent thing. So. The episode ends with them splitting up. Yeah. All right. So so now we have uh, the years 1986 and TV magic. All right. I like them. They're going to work. And, you know, people love seeing those old shows as long as they don't have to watch the whole goddamn thing. You just see a clip and you insert this kid into it and mm-hmm. make it actually funny. I think right. it's a winner. Yeah. All right. The rights for Cosby show have not been authorized for TV magic. So. No. 
and no worries we don't, there. We don't want them. Nope. Um, unless uh, he just went in and like called Cosby a pedophile or a uh, or a rapist the whole time. But you know that gets old. That's like a one note joke. So. You know what's big now? What? Zombies. The hell you say? You know what was big in the fifties? Werewolves. Westerns. Zombies out west. Oh shit, dude! You know what? I love this idea already. All right, let's keep going. Is it, do you they're... see this as a comedy or a drama or like a i zombie mix of the two? Like half hour or yeah. hour long? I, no, it's definitely an hour long, and I don't think it's going to be. I'm I'm not a big fan of dramas that are super super dry, so I think it's going to be a not as not as light as i zombie, but not as as dramatic as The Wire. Which oh yeah, for sure. Or, or The Walking Dead. Than... Yeah, not, not even as dramatic as The Walking Dead. Yeah, and it, uh, uh, but I I don't know. Do we want zombies that are like I zombie zombies that can talk, or do we want just like the traditional, you know, Romero zombies that are just brainless? Well, well I, I think you want them talking minus. because then you can have character like beloved characters turn into zombies. Like yeah, the sheriff right. is a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they gotta yeah, talk. Yeah, and and they're it's not easy to turn back, but it is possible. So there, there could sure. be some characters to go both ways, and yeah, yeah, there'll be definitely be a sheriff and all the t- the typical tropes of of the, we- the of the western, and yeah, yeah, I, I'd like this idea, and there'll be, I think we'll treat zombies like, I don't know, like, yeah, no, like, I don't know if I want to get too political with it, but yeah. Well, I'm Zombies thinking, West. I'm thinking network or like CWFX uh, AMC type show for this, right? Not not like premium cable. Um, no, not not premium cable, yeah. but not network, not network. Okay, I'm yeah, more like FX or AMC. Okay, something perfect. like that. So, and then the, there's there's also the aspect of how the 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 tribes interact with the zombies, and and there's there's a lot of conspiracy theories of where the zombies came from, like the the uh the ranchers blame the, the Indian tribes the Indian tribes blame the white man it's all there's oh, all yeah. these political yeah, things that get political uh, yeah and I think there there's like the ongoing story of of the series is really where they came from because there's going to be there's going to be the sheriff who's a main character but there's going to be another guy who's kind of an and he's investigating things for some reason I don't know if he's he works be for like the, the Pinkerton doctor. agency or something oh okay maybe yeah. maybe it could be that way too and he's he's being blocked from getting to the bottom of where they come from. And I don't, I don't think I've figured it out yet, but I think, but there's a conspiracy afoot, right? Yes. Yeah. I and, like it. And everything that everyone thinks is wrong. So like all the, there's a lot of red herrings that are going at like the, the, everything the Indian tribes think are wrong. Everyone, everything the ranchers think is wrong. Everything the cowboy and sheriffs think it's, it's all wrong. And it's all, all this different disinformation is being sent out by the people who did create the zombies and the reason why. And you can have, okay, so I literally had a zombie dream once, and it was so dark. Like, I almost thought of writing it as a short story or maybe a screenplay or something, but I, I was like, oh, that's too dark. But you could, it is something you could tackle, which I don't remember seeing tackled by zombie shows before, although I don't really watch The Walking Dead. Um, but where, like, some character becomes a zombie, and then he has to, like, he he's somewhere, like, isolated with his daughter say and he has to find the humanity in himself to not eat his daughter in my dream he ate the daughter um 
which is <laughs> a little too dark for for TV. But you know, you you can handle that kind of stuff. I think in zombie zombies are inherently political anyway. Just the ideas that you can, but it's yeah. rarely used. Um, mm-hmm. oh, except yeah. for like when they first came out. But yeah, zombies out west is that the title? I kind of like that as a title. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we try to do one more each? Have a look. I have one more stocked up, so I'm ready. Okay. For one more. I don't, but I will try to think right now. Um, okay. Damn. Okay. So we got a zombie western and a cop show. Fuck. That's like that, that takes up a lot of a lot of uh, pop culture real estate there between those two. Um, or private detective, not cop. Oh, we don't really have a cop show, huh? No, no okay. Show. The year is 1986. We get. All right. What do you think? Sitcom. I didn't realize you were such a big Mets fan. Did they win the World Series in '86? Yep. And the Mets are what now? Baseball. You knew World Series, so don't you can't play. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm a huge Mets fan, as I am of all sports. Um. 1986 cop. Okay, well, help me out first. I think comedy for this one, right? We got a we got a dramatic private eye show already. Like a half hour comedy sitcom comedy. Yeah. Do you want to do like a? So. We first Brooklyn Nine Nine is is its thing, but how about like a? It's kind of played out, but the an office version of a cop show. Not not I'm not saying a bumbling boss, and but just kind of the, you get the the interviews and all that stuff like Modern Family cop show okay yeah like like a uh mockumentary type cop show mm-hmm. yeah yeah how about okay so i guess reno 911 already exists but not as broad as no that. not like that bit. no yeah it's more it's more standard sitcom mm-hmm. um cop with show the, set, yeah with ongoing story and everything set in okay well here's the thing set in 86 this guy's in like a small like not a hick town just like some suburban town uh this cop and um He's obsessed with Miami Vice, and he tries to dress like Don Johnson and stuff, but he doesn't, he's not smooth. He's not cool, uh, because he has Tourette's. So, that causes a lot of problems with him, especially when he's, like, interviewing witnesses and stuff. No, you don't like the Tourette's angle? We can ditch that. Well, it's just the Mothers in Brooklyn's coming out this year, so you might get accused of, of biting on that. Oh, wait, it's coming out as a film? Mm-hmm. Weird, I mean, it's a great book. Yeah. Um, I th- and I think it has good actors attached to it. I have to look it up now that I mentioned it. I wonder if there will be voiceover on that. I, there should be. Motherless Brooklyn is directed by uh, Bruce Willis is playing Edward Norton is the and Edward Norton is also the director. So and he's also did the screenplay. So it it really it really matters if you like Edward Norton if it's going to be good or not. Yeah, I mean I don't really feel one way about him one way or the other. Bruce Willis I can do without, but I'm sure he'll. You know, he'll be Bruce but Willis in it. It's fine. He's done good things. He sometimes he got he does good things. And Bobby Cannavale, who's very good, is also. In he's it. yeah, he's good. Um, speaking of Bruce Willis, you know, Die Hard, my favorite mm-hmm. Christmas movie. Hmm. I'm just kidding, dude. I always I hear people think... say that, and I I don't remember it well enough to even know that it was on Christmas. And I don't think it's a Christmas movie. No, I don't even think it's a movie. Um. All right, so this guy, okay, so no Tourette's, but we got to give him something that makes him more, like, it makes it more difficult for him to do his job, I feel like, because that's where the tension and the humor comes from. 
but just doesn't just the fact that he's he's wearing Miami Vice clothes all the time that, make it difficult for him to do his yes, job? Yes, that does, especially among other cops. Yeah, among well, other about, cops and the general public, they kind of think he's kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah, and he I, tries I, to say like hard. cool Crockett and Tubbs lines, but they always come out really stupid. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. good. That's perfect. That's enough. And everybody else in the show is not like this. This is the only like broad character on the show, and it's not really written as a caricature. It's just, it's just a guy that tries to do that and it doesn't pull it off. Yeah, no, everybody else is normal. I mean, uh, you know, straight men not, not necessarily straight men. Everybody has their little quirks, but yeah, they're not. Right. They're not crazy. Um, oh yeah, that. And like he's <laughs> acting like he's solving drug runners, and he's just solving. Like kids doing kids putting graffiti on yeah, walls. Yeah, exactly. And... He he takes it way seriously. Like it's he's doing really important work. But okay, yeah. I mean, I see this show getting canceled mid season, but still, it it lasts for like six episodes. I think that's all right. Now my idea was an idea I had as a oh, wait wait we got wait, we got to come up with the title. Sorry, sorry. I oh I beg your pardon. All it has to be uh, Miami Nice? Question I, mark. Perfect. Yep. Oh, and said Miami, Ohio. There you go. Goes along with your Kid Rock thing. There's a crossover there. Okay. No, my thing was said in Idaho. Oh, was it? No, you. I thought yeah. you said Ohio, dude. No, oh. it was Idaho because I said Coeur because I was trying to get a, the, the most racist state. Is Idaho the most racist? That's, That's surprising. Most, I mean. Most white supremacist. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Alabama's got to be pretty bad. Yeah. Sorry, very... Mississippi. You didn't make the top two this year. Okay, go ahead. I can't spell it. Uh, this was an idea I had a long time ago, and I think it's a neat idea for a comic book, but it seems like appropriate to bring it up now because I like to talk about it. It's this scientist who's, who's who's firm, and he's actually right in this belief of, um, what was I going to say, of uh, multiple, what's it called? The, the Multiverse? Infinite, infinite universes. Yeah, yeah. And he's found a way to visit different universes, and his goal is to visit the universe that he existed in. And when he first comes up with the idea, it, it doesn't strike him that since it's infinite, it's going to be impossible to find another universe that he exists in. So every single universe he goes to is totally different and totally crazy, and uh, he's just in an, an eternal search for himself. But every place he goes to is like, just like some places are just like Earth, but he doesn't exist, and other places are just like crazy. entirely different. Yeah. yeah. Like, like some episodes are just like a series of colors while he talks and yeah, that's, that's Oh, I like idea. it. But can I tell you something? Here's the paradox sure. of infinite universes. If okay. there were infinite universes, there would also be an infinite number of universes where he did exist. Right. But he only goes to the ones where he doesn't. No. Uh, oh, he will run into himself eventually. Maybe eventually that's his goal. But since, I mean, there's yeah. It's okay. Infinite, so it's yeah. Nope, that's that's but, a good one. Did you have a title for this when you thought of it years ago? No. I just jab myself in the testicle, Jesus. Yikes. With the with whose or whom's should I say? Oh, with my spleen. No. Um, no, you didn't have a title for it. No. Uh, search for self. Oh, that makes it sound like New Age. You'll get that crowd in at least for the first episode. Yeah, but because it's not new agey at all. There's all kinds of. It's like it's an yeah, hour science-y. long, but it's, it's yeah. like eye zombie light. It's it's not new agey at all. Yeah, no, of course not. Search for self. Um, I mean, you could also name him Spock and call it the Search for Spock. <laughs> could work. I mean, then you get those nerds right. in. 
Um, oh, yeah. No, that works. I mean, that's what I loved about Quantum Leap. It's not quite the same thing because he's going to different universes. But, you know, you right. get, I love the shows where you travel to different eras or different realities. Like, Yeah, and this this seems like to be a theme of mine where it, and I guess Timeless does this, but each episode has different actors in it. So you get to, like, really branch out with different kind of people in your show and i think that's fun no i like that did you did you watch this last season of timeless no i never knew it came back and it was too late when i figured that out i mean it got it was kind of cheesy a lot of it but it had a good season finale so was that it was a season finale work as a series finale no it almost has to be continued yeah i think it got canceled though so it's not getting continued well they fucked themselves right in the boot (laughs) um Recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians. It's been a while. Been a while. So I have quite a few. What do you got? I think I'll just go with one new album from Courtney Barnett called Oh, I forget. Tell me how you really feel. Yep. Very good. I knew that would be a recommendation, or I had a idea. Yeah, we've talked about her on the show before. Uh, I saw her in concert this week, and she was excellent. Someone got into a fight and the bouncers took them out quickly and that was not the kind of show I would expect the fight to be at. And also, someone fainted in the right in front of her and it wasn't even that hot in there. But what was nice about that faint was she got to say, please no one else faint because this is a song about fainting. And then she went into Avant Gardner, which is a great song. Or whatever oh, that song's called. Nice. Um, maybe they just fainted because they couldn't believe they were seeing Courtney Barnett. Yeah, it's like a Beatles thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Beatles fainted a lot. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to recommend, okay, first of all, a comic book. Gideon Falls. Have you checked this one out? Nope. Jeff Lemire, who I guess writes about 500 titles a month. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good. Uh, it's There's only been three issues out so far. I think it's a limited series thing, um, but I'm not sure. Um, but I can't really tell. I don't want to spoil anything, So it's but it's about this guy who collects junk because he thinks the junk has significance and then there's also the story of this priest who's taken over for a priest who recently died and they intersect and it's kind of Twin Peaks-ish in a way. Um, Gideon Falls, I like it. Uh, Cobra Kai, have you seen it? No, it's it's worth watching. (laughs) It's worth watching, dude. I mean, you don't even have to remember anything about the Karate Kid. Um, (laughs) They do show flashbacks to, you know, if you to get you up to speed on some stuff but and this is a show on youtube right That's youtube the only way red. To watch it. yes the okay. first two episodes are free um and then you can like sign up for like a week free week trial anyway so uh mm-hmm. yeah no it's uh it's pretty entertaining and i had no reason to think it would be but it is do you still have your subscription um, I do not. I did not oh, that's too subscribe. Bad. I somehow found some way to find the other ones. Oh, well, there's if you do that, there's a show from uh, what's the guy's name that always plays a jerk. And he was he's he was in Children's Hospital. You know, who I'm talking. he's a comedian. He's, he's been on a couple of comedy bang bangs. Oh, I wish I could remember. Oh, Rob Hubel. Oh, Rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have known when he said always plays a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a show that is on uh, YouTube bread called. You do you want to see a dead body? The I've first heard him talk about it. Yeah, first episode has Adam Scott, and it's funny, and just him taking celebrities to see a dead body, and it's him being a playing himself as a real jerk, taking people to see dead bodies, and it's funny. So yeah, if you want to sign up for a free week of YouTube Red, there's two shows you can binge, 
and then never pay for it again because I don't think there's anything else on YouTube Red. It comes. I I have YouTube Red because I I pay for Google Play Music, and that comes with Google Play Music, and I don't. Fucking la di da, dude. Exactly what I was doing. That's that's called a humble brag. Oh, never heard that term. R.I.P. Harris Whittles. Apropos of nothing, I mean. Did you see? Did, I mean, it was a long time ago, but you, did you listen to the episode with his sister on Comedy Back? I did. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was that was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did I have another recommendation? Not really. Uh, them up because next week there'll be another episode, and you'll need one. Then. Yeah, I should save them up. Have you uh, checked out Barrier at all? Comic book? No. Oh. That's something you recommended last week. I've no, no, no. It's uh. No, I haven't. It's like they're only doing, I think, five issues, and they're coming out one once a week in May. But it's by, oh, that's um, cool. it's you know who it's by and everything. Like it's no, Brian Brian K. Vaughn and oh man, I really haven't been keeping track on what he's doing. That's too bad. Yeah, so check that out too. Um, it's pretty cool. That I can't remember if the second issue, but the third issue literally has no dialogue. It's all told in pictures. But yeah, no, it's it's cool. I would. I'll have to look to see if it's gone yet. Who's doing bet, the art? Oh, Marcus Martin's doing art, or at least for the cover. Oh, the other guy. Hey, that sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, that's it. Uh, Hollywood, I hope you're listening because we just gave you like a season's worth of fucking shows. And by the way, copyright on all these ideas. Yep. It's, we already mailed the letter to ourselves. So. Mm-hmm. And 1986 is... Yep. You can't even do... If you even do a show in 1986... Too bad. Nope. Except if it's about the Mets, then, well, we can't really own that copyright. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you'd like to argue with us about these shows or like to praise us about these shows or if you'd just like to send us a check, cash preferably, over email. Uh, Like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes and write a good review. Or a bad review as long as you uh, rate us highly. Yeah, we don't care what the review says. Right. F you. Pat and John, or F you, John and Pat. Just type out your shopping list. We don't care. Um, yeah, next week, I think we'll finally do um, this music episode that would have been timely had we done it three months ago when we first thought of it, but we'll still still do it. Don't, don't need timely. still came out this year. That's true. Yeah, it's timely enough. Yeah, shut up, listeners. We're doing fine. All right, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>